tuned into Breaking the Mask of Depression with your host, Diva with Depression. Hey guys, welcome back to Breaking the Mask of Depression with me, your host, Diva with Depression. I'm so happy to be here with you guys again. I had to take a little break. A lot of stuff going on, but mostly my babies are doing big things. So I took a break so I can, you know, bask in the pride. <laughs> you parents know what I'm talking about. Did you guys miss me? I hope you did. I mean, I would feel really bad if you didn't. Um, I miss you guys, but I still got to speak to a lot of you um, via social media and email. So um, I'm so grateful for all of the support that I receive and for you guys staying in touch. So let's just get into it because I have a lot of information for you today. And I have to start off by saying y'all know that I'm not a doctor. Ain't no ABCs in my name. Nothing. I'm just sharing information that I've acquired over the years. And recently, you know, meeting people that in the mental health field, and, you know, getting more information about their organization. So I ain't a doctor, y'all. I ain't a doctor. <laughs> but I always have, I want to say that because, you know, I don't want anybody to feel like I'm giving them medical advice when I don't know shit about medicine. Well, I know shit about the medicine that I take, but <laughs> I'm not a professional. So anyway, let's get into it. One of the most frequent questions I get here on the helpline, in the street, <laughs> at the grocery store, is how do I find a psycho psychological care team? And it's work, y'all. I mean, I don't, I don't want to discourage anyone. I don't want to scare anyone. But if you're going to, you know, if you realize that you need help and you need a psychiatrist and you need a, a psychologist, you have to be thorough. I mean, it's like doing an FBI check on your future mate, your soulmate, <laughs> you know, anybody dating your children, you know, you really, really have to do the work. And I'm going to say this, if you are not able to do the work, then find somebody to help you do the work because it is a lot, but it's key to your healing. And you're going to be sharing your soul, your ass, your guts and everything <laughs> with these people. So you want to be comfortable doing it. I mean, giving in to going to therapy and talking, that's already uncomfortable for many of us. And it's difficult, you know, to share anyway, but to share with people that you don't know, that is rough. So you want to do your check, your background check, um, your Google check. Y'all know I love Google, right? <laughs> so um, listen, a psychiatrist is a medical doctor that is responsible for your meds. So that means that you would go to a psychiatrist first. They can, psychiatrists will diagnose you. A psychiatrist will choose your medications and choose your dosage and help you short, sort of get on an even keel. Um, they're not very chatty, <laughs> you know. Um, sessions go from 15 minutes to 30 minutes. It may be longer. I've never experienced um, 
a psychiatrist appointment longer than 30 minutes. Um, and there, and every, every psychiatrist is different because I had a psychiatrist that had his back to me and just said, is it, did it work? Should you change it? What's the side effect? He never even fucking looked me in the eye. I, I mean, he was just horrible. And then I had another psychiatrist that he was so chatty that I think I felt like his therapist. Um, we would just be talking and talking. So, you know, it depends on, you know, there are some great doctors out there. And so you really, really want to make sure that you get a cool psychiatrist because they are going to be in charge of your medication. One thing that I want to share with you is, and, and I tell you guys this all the time across the board, be as honest as possible because, listen, y'all know I'm going to keep it real. These medications can fuck you up. I mean, they are, it's shitty taking these medications. The side effects are unfucking believable and they are debilitating in some cases. So if you go the medical route, the medicine route, and you have to be honest with the psychiatrist about your side effects because listen, I had one medication and this is when I was, you know, working with the quack that I just talked about. There was one medication that caused me to have seizures, grandma seizures. Okay. And that could be deadly, but he never researched the medication. And so, um, if you don't research, if you don't share, if you're not honest with them, then your dosage may be off. You may be on the wrong medication and it could have a horrible, horrible side effect. And in some cases it could be worse. So make sure that you are honest, 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 because you want to get the right dosage. You want to get the right medication. And there are hundreds and hundreds of medications and I've probably been on all of them. <laughs> um, but you want to make sure that you get the right one so that you can get on the road to feeling better. Um, but be honest, be honest. I have to keep saying that. Be honest. And also keep track. You know, like I have, um, I take pictures of my medication. When I have my visits with the psychiatrist, I write down what she says. I try to write down what she says. Um, <laughs> but, you know, nowadays after your visit, you get a summary, you know, with the listing. So keep track of that because it's across the board. So if you go to a psychiatrist on Monday and they prescribe a medication and then you go to your primary care physician on Friday, the primary care physician wants to know everything that you're on, you know, so keeping track and listen, y'all, I can't remember shit. So I have to keep everything written down, but keep track of it. So you will be able to communicate that to every doctor that you're going to, because the medication that you are prescribed by a psychiatrist will affect everything across the board. Your, your primary care doctor, if you with a cardiology, oncologist, even a sleep doctor, you know, I had to give a whole list. So keep track of your medications, keep track of the dosage, that's key. And when you change medications, make sure that you tell all of the doctors across the board that you're changing them because you want to make sure that everything is up to date. So everybody can treat you um, successfully. A psychologist is usually not a medical doctor. They are responsible for the psychotherapy part of your treatment. And I listen, you, you heard me stutter saying psychotherapy. I just say therapist, y'all. <laughs> um, and, and most therapists are talk therapists. 
And so that means that, you know, you, the visits are usually 45 minutes to an hour. And this is the person that you are just going to have your ass out and, and, <laughs> and share everything. You know, um, I have had some wonderful therapists and I actually have an amazing therapist right now. But I also had some, some, um, I can't, I can't even get the word out. I've had some shit shows that I attended, <laughs> you know, um, and whew, it, 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 it doesn't help. You know what I'm saying? If you're in a situation where you're uncomfortable, then that means that number one, you may not ever go back. Uh, you may start to think that every therapist is going to be like that. You may not continue any treatment like you won't go to therapy. You won't go to back to the psychiatrist. You ain't going to take your meds. That's not healthy. So I want to make it clear that you may get it right on the first try and you may get it right on the 10th try, but don't stop trying until you're comfortable and you'll know right away. You know, I know that when you go to the first you know, appointment with a therapist, then it's usually just doing intake stuff and talking about your background and medication and family and different things The the psychiatrist is, I mean, the therapist is trying to get to know you, but by the third time and you start vibing, you usually know whether they are a good fit for you. And if they're not a good fit, change right away. The longer you sit there and have sessions, the harder it is for you to, to change. And I understand being um, afraid of change. I understand being um, scared to do it. You don't want to offend the therapist. And so some of us stick around and I'm, I've done it. You know, I've done it. Um, usually, like I know one time I stayed for like four sessions when I knew from day one that this woman didn't like me and her, her cultural background didn't mesh with mine and she was horrible and I still went to her every single time for like four sessions and I shouldn't have I should have left right away and went to a different you know started searching for a different therapist so don't stick around because when you are living with a mental illness talk therapy is major you know like you really have to everything that's in your brain think about it it's like a, I always say a hamster on a, on a wheel, you know, it's just going and there's no way, I don't give a fuck how many journals you write in. I don't give a fuck how many diaries you have there. When you're stuck in that, on that hamster wheel, you cannot make sense of your thoughts. You have, you, you cannot gather the meaning of things, you know? So when you go to a therapist, they help you sort out your thoughts. They help you um, figure out what incidents contributed to where you are now. Um, they help you deal with trauma. They help you deal with family issues. And, you know, when you're by yourself and when you're just sitting there and you're thinking of all these things, you don't know how to solve things. But a therapist and talking to someone, guys, I can't tell you how much it helps. And I have severe depression I mean like it's horrible but I get off my ass and I go to therapy every week or every two weeks <laughs> you know even if I don't leave the house for this other six days I still go to therapy because I know that 
number one, it makes me leave the house. But number two, somebody is going to be able be able to make sense of my dribble um, <laughs> that's in my head. Even if it's for 45 minutes, she may be able to solve one thing. You know, if I'm ruminating about something that I said to my kids, I talk to her about it and she can, you know, sort it out and make it plain and make it easier for me to digest. So don't stick around. If you have to leave, um, you don't have to make an announcement if you don't want to. If you do want to let them know that they're not the right fit, then just do that too. Therapy, they understand. They really do understand because they know if they're not a perfect fit. And so, and also therapists have different um, methods, uh, modalities, I think it's called, like um, EMDR, which is a treatment used for trauma. Um, dialectical behavioral theory, CBT and DBT, which are behavioral behavioral therapies that change your mindset. Those I hate the ABCs. I call them the ABCs, <laughs> CBT and DBT. And I will tell you that when you go to, if you're ever inpatient, that's all they talk about. And that's why every time I go in the hospital, it's like DBT this, CBT this, and I just got fucking tired of it. But I will tell you that there are parts of it that are really, really helpful. And there are therapists that specialize in that. Um, hypnosis. Some some therapists do hypnosis. Um, there's many different areas that some specialize in. So usually after a couple of sessions, they will, they can, I won't say they will, but they can ask you if you're interested in pursuing that avenue you know when I started with my current therapist EMDR was not ever discussed um, until she realized how severe my trauma was and my PTSD was and then that's something that she suggested and it's always a suggestion and they always usually give you time to research it because I research you know y'all know I, I love Google so as soon as something is said to me I go home and I research it and you could review you know read people's reviews and, and how they felt coming out of, you know, the sessions and the different types of psychological methods. Um, hypnosis, I've never done the hypnosis part. Um, I'm scared to be hypnotized um, because I, like, I, I don't know, I, I don't have any control over what I'm saying. I think that's what it is. You know, we see shit on TV, <laughs> you know, and you see psychosis, um, hypnotist, and you, they, they snap their fingers and you start barking like a dog or clucking like a chicken or something like that. So, um, that you know, that's, that's a joke, and it is something that may occur, but I don't think that that's what go, goes on. I'm just scared of not being in some type of control. Um, so... You know, research everything, 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 everything. Um, hypnosis, CBT, DBT, EMDR. Look for those types of therapies, research them, and ask your therapist if that's something that you want to pursue. Uh, some are specialists in ADHD. Some are specialists in PTSD and veteran um, psychological care. So there, there are many options out there, but you have to make sure that you do the work.
the background work and I'll do a separate episode uh, one day and I will explain all of these different modalities to you, the, the EMDR and the ECT. Um, if you go to my blog, um, Diva with Depression on WordPress, I did ECT treatments. I've had ECT treatments about eight, uh, 10 times or so. And then I had TMS and I've actually, I actually documented the TMS journey on my blog, Diva with Depression at WordPress on WordPress. And if you go back a few um, entries, you can see that I um, documented the TMS treatment and I do talk about the ECT treatment. I think I talked about ECT on one of these episodes and on my blog. So you could check it out. Um, my experience, I, and I'm gonna say this before I get to the researching part, my experience is not your experience. You know, everybody has a different personality. Everybody has different wants and different needs. So listen to me <laughs> talk about my experience, but also make sure that you turn tune me out and focus on what you need. Don't let anybody else tell you what you need. Focus on what you need. You may not need medication. You just need talk therapy. Maybe you need medication and no therapy or, or you or you need both, but don't listen to what anybody says about what you need because only you know what you need. And I keep saying this, but I want you to hear me. There are so many people out there. There are so many organizations that advocate for people that are living with mental illness that can't advocate for themselves. I'm one of those people. Um, and if you go to divawithdepression.com in the resource section, there are loads of resources there to get information about someone to help you advocate for your care. You don't have to go it alone, okay? And I talk to people all day long about and find resources for them here in North Carolina. And I've actually talked to people in other states and got information for them. I don't mind. You can always, always, always reach out to me. Instagram, Facebook, my email. LinkedIn, do it. Don't hesitate to um, call. So I'm going to now tell you, <laughs> as I turn the page, because y'all know I had a Google fact <laughs> written somewhere, but there are many ways to look for, to search for a therapist. And you have to decide what your schedule is going to be. That's another thing that you should do. Do you want to go once a week? Do you want to go... Um, once every two weeks, twice a month, you just make sure you discuss that with your um, therapist when you find one because it's key, you know, to how you feel. You might not feel like talking. I want you want to hear a secret. For the past three week, three sessions, I've told my um, therapist that I don't feel like talking. I don't have shit to say. I'm, my mind is so overloaded and I'm in such a weird place. I don't have shit to say. So what she did is she decreased the time. So instead of 45 minutes, 20 minutes to 30 minutes, I still have the option to stay for 45 minutes, but she wanted to make sure that I still came, but I don't have to, you know, stay the whole time. So you do what's comfortable for you. So the first thing that I'm going to tell you about searching is your insurance. If, if you have insurance. Your insurance company is the first stop because let me tell you why. Number one, if you go to your insurance company website, 
they will tell you what they pay for, <laughs> what they cover. They will tell you what your um, co-payment will be. And they, then they will also have a listing of doctors that are available in your, net, in your insurance network. And that's important because if you go just go to, straight to a therapist, it may not be covered. There's a lot, of, a lot of psychiatrists and psychologists out there that don't take insurance. Um, they have sliding scales, some are, you know, low cost, but there's many of them. So make sure you go to your insurance website. Number one, look at your plan and see what's covered and what's not covered and see what your copay is. And then that can also direct you to your next step. The next um, thing that I'm going to, the next item that I'm going to share, psychology today. Psychology Today is one of my favorite, favorite, favorite um, methods to search for a therapist or a psychiatrist. And it's just, it's so thorough. You go to Psychology Today, you put in your zip code, then they will populate the doctors in your area. But when you do filters, you can filter um, the gender, about the gender of the doctor you're looking for. You can filter the modality like if you want a, a, a therapist or a doctor um, to do hypnosis you can filter out LGBTQIA I mean it's so many ways to filter so you get down to exactly what you want um, did I say by race you can do a you know if you want an African-American doctor you can also you know, filter that out. And it's very, very thorough. And it gives you a blurb about the doctor. And then it also gives you um, reviews. You know, sometimes they have reviews about, you know, the care in past patients or, you know, current patients. Key, love, I love, love, love psychology today. So that's, that's another method. The American Psychological Association, another um, great resource because not only can you go in there to search for a therapist you can also um, find amazing resources on there about psychological care and so keep that in your bag of tricks <laughs> the next method is ZocDoc and I know that you guys see you know ZocDoc everywhere and I've actually used ZocDoc a couple of times you know to find a specialist um, when, my, when my, my kids were younger to find their doctors. But ZocDoc, you can put in your, you put in your zip code and then you put in the type of um, doctor that you're looking for and it will populate the doctors in your area. And they also have reviews. I think they, they have reviews and they have, a, you know, stars. So you can filter out the amount of stars, you know, the, the best doctors there. Next is findmeatherapist.org. <laughs> how much more plain do you, do you need to get? Um, just go in there and find a therapist. Uh, and they, that's another resource where you have different ways of searching. You have different options. The next one, mental health organizations in your area. Like here in North Carolina, there's Mental Health America of Central Carolinas, and they have a therapist directory. NAMI. That's, you know, one of the organizations that I volunteer for. You call the helpline and they will point you in the right direction to get resources. Um, I know, you know, on the helpline that I answer, 
that's one of the main things, you know, people do call in and they're looking for help and I'm able to point them in a direction. Um, all of these places have resources that they can turn to, to provide the information for you. Um, so don't be afraid to call the helpline. Um, also the helplines nowadays, their chat, you know, their text, um, lines also. So you can text and ask for the information because if you're like me, you don't like talking on the phone. So <laughs> remember NAMI and Mental Health America. I'm not, a, I'm not entirely sure about the other chap, you know, what other chapters Mental Health America has. So you can also search for that. But I know that the chapter here is amazing, amazing. And so even if you go on there for resources, they have great, great resources. And of course, NAMI. They're all over the world and they have amazing resources also. So call a helpline if you need it. Um, Substance Abuse and Mental Health Services Administration, SAMHSA, that's what it's called. And, you know, sidebar, uh, there are a lot of people out there that have what is called a dual diagnosis. And so you're living with a mental illness and you're li living with um, a sub maybe a substance abuse prog um, illness, alcohol illness, and different things like that. And so SAMHSA sort of combines it, you know, and has resources for both individually and together. And it, it's um, they're they're wonderful. You know, I did a training with one member of that organization a couple of months ago, and they're just an amazing organization, also. And they have, you know. They have treatment finder on there. So, you know, you can search by treatment, um, the type of treatment that you want. You can search by the doctor. Um, there's also a crisis listing there. And what that means is that they have a listing of numbers that you can call if you feel that you're in crisis. If you feel that someone you love is in crisis, they have sort of a directory of the crisis, um, crisis hotlines, crisis numbers, you know, 988. Uh, crisis text line, you know, different helplines. So they are major. They, they are major help for everybody across the board. Um, there is therapy for black girls. And I know a lot of people have heard that uh, she is a doctor, a, a therapist, and she has a wonderful organization. She also has a podcast and she, um, her Facebook, you know, even just on Facebook is always, she's always open to helping people. And, um, she's, she's a good, she's, she has a wonderful organization. So if you are interested in that, go to therapy for black girls, the site, and then the podcast, black emotional and mental health collective, it's called beam. And they are another organization for black and brown people. And they have a listing also. And so I'm telling you guys these different organizations because I want you to understand that there are so many methods out there for you to find a therapist. And Because I don't want to hear no shit about why you don't have one. So I'm going to give you everything <laughs> and make sure you find one. And I do have most of these on my website. Black Men Heal. I am the biggest cheerleader <laughs> for Black Men 
lacking brown man going to therapy and getting help. I think that it feel like I want to clap for any of them that go. I think it's amazing. I know that it takes a lot to for black men to go to the, the therapist or the psychiatrist or any doctor for that matter. So whew, I love to clap when I hear about a brother going and getting some therapy. But I also understand why you won't a black man don't want to go to organizations that are <laughs> for women or just for everybody. So Black Men Heal has a therapist directory. They have an, uh, an amazing um, Instagram page where they share a lot of information. Such a loving um, group of people that run that organization. So brothers, go get them. Go get your therapy. Depressed while black. Uh, this beautiful sister, I have had the pleasure of being on different panels with her. And she is an amazing, she is like a warrior. And Depressed While Black is her nonprofit organization. And she is just, a, she's another one that's a wealth of information. Um, she, you know what she does when you go inpatient, <laughs> I got stories for days, but when you go inpatient, you can't take certain things. It's a danger. So like hairspray and deodorant and different things like that. But when you go to get these supplies from them, they're not for us, meaning there's no black hair care products. There's no bonnets. Um, one of the last times that I was in a hospital, my hair just stood up like I had to put it in a messy ponytail every single day because I couldn't use the product. And so what depressed while black Miss Amadi does is she has care bags and care packages that she takes for African-American women that are inpatient. So they have the products that they need for their personal care. Um, go to her website, great, great website. And she's also very active on Twitter if you want to um, talk to her or, or read what she's got going on. And the last one is Darkness Rising. Number one, Darkness Rising has a therapy directory, but a therapist directory. Number two, I believe that they're in New York and they have so many amazing events throughout the year. Um, they have a big block party once a year and, you know, vendors and people speaking. And I like I those are the times when I wish that I was still living in New York so I can take part in these. But. I get the emails and I follow them on social media. And so I see the amazing work that they do. So that's darkness, darkness rising. Um, guys, there's, there's so many ways, you know, when I started out on this journey, um, many, many years ago, I remember the first sign of major depression in my adult life. I didn't know where to turn. You know, the only option that I thought I had was calling my insurance company and seeing, again, what the copay was and who's open to treating me. And that's when I got the shitty, one of the shitty therapists. So um, nowadays, there are so many ways to get help. And you're worth it. You are absolutely worth it. Even if you go to therapy and you talk about your dog, <laughs> you know, it's, it's a way to talk to someone in a judgment-free zone. Um, you know that how you always read that your friends and family are not <laughs> therapists. Um, sometimes you don't want to share your innermost secrets with 
your friends or your family. Um, going to therapy gives you the option of talking about it to someone that will never tell your secrets, um, will never share what's going on in your life. So if you have the opportunity to just do therapy, do therapy. If you feel like you may need some medication, then you do that. You have the option of getting a therapist and after talking to the therapist for one or two weeks, you'll they'll tell you if they think you know how severe your illness is and where you're at and they may suggest medication but please go don't shortchange yourself you are worthy of the best care and you're worthy of getting healthy so that's my spiel for today guys <laughs> you know again my website has a listing of resources dealwithdepression.com if you want to look at some of the blogs that I had written about these different methods, Diva with Depression at WordPress, look it up. Um, if you have anything else that you need, be to research or you need be to point you in the right direction, you know there's Diva with Depression on Instagram, Facebook, LinkedIn. I'm even on TikTok, y'all. <laughs> so please reach out, but please take care of yourself. And please, please, please think about taking that first step i want to thank you as usual for your support and thank you for listening um if you if you have anything to share with me good or bad you know something that you want to hear or something that you don't like i i'm open to it i am always open to it so feel free to get in contact with me and share and and i know that there are subjects that i ha i don't have all of the subjects written down so if you're curious about something let me know Y'all know me and my Google pen at three o'clock in the morning. <laughs> I will find the answer. So follow me everywhere. Visit my website, DivaWithDepression.com and get the resources and take the first step and know that I am your biggest cheerleader. Biggest. I know what it's like to be unheard and what it's like to be dismissed. And, and I don't want anybody in the world to have to continue living like that so listen to what i'm saying share what i'm saying review what i'm saying <laughs> you know uh even sharing you'll you can save a life i say that all the time even if you just pass it along to one person you can save a life so i want to also as usual say thank you to illumination media and technology they do everything y'all so go follow them on instagram and facebook and look into help them helping you um technology wise because you know i don't know what i'm doing <laughs> um, so stay well everyone find some peace and remember you're a superhero and you're worthy of all good things take care <laughs>